Hi, I'm Natasha Marchevka. And I'm Kim Wilson. And this is Speechless. Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life in VO, where we share stories, resources, and our unsolicited opinions. And today we have, first got to put our glasses on, we have an amazing star-studded uh, <laughs> guest today. Star-studded guest, an amazing star power guest today that yeah. um, I am over the moon about. I just introduced Kim to who I call my VO fairy godmother or my VO Carrie godmother. Her name is Carrie Tombazian. And I'm so happy that you're so excited, Kim, because, and you love her as much as I do. Check it out, everyone. Ah, oh, well, yes. Well, cheers. cheers. Cheers to you visiting us and cheers to us. Look how red. Cheers. Cheers. Yours is really red. Health and prosperity. Thank you. Damn. Mm -hmm. Every day. So I went renegade on my drink today. I just threw some things in the blender. So I threw Ooh. frozen strawberries, frozen raspberries, sparkling strawberry water, and rum. This, um, <laughs> this rum. So it's like a smoothie with rum in it. And I don't even know if this is expensive rum or cheap rum. Someone liked it in my house. <laughs> Love it. That's my drink. What do you have, Carrie? I have uh, Waterloo sparkling grapefruit flavor and the reason i'm not drinking with you is because it's only two o'clock where i am oh. and i'm still gonna work out but tonight i'm making a fabulous um italian sausage pasta and i'll be mm. having a lovely cabernet mm. oh my god sounds good well it's two o'clock where i am too i'm having a but i'm champagne a paloma nice, oh, nice. which yeah, is lovely out, as soon as this is over i'm running to my trainer hence oh. my representing my boys you yes, also yeah and you can't be tipsy no in front of I your was trainer working out no <laughs> well first i want to introduce carrie to to kim and the audience because i discovered kim i, I mean i discovered carrie no i didn't discover carrie at all but i discovered her coaching for, her, for me for you um i discovered her coaching through k bess an incredible talent and coach in her own right and now I call Carrie my um, VO godmother or my Carrie godmother <laughs> with such love. Yeah. Um, I've taken an incredible uh, group class with her. And also she's essentially the first lady in voiceover. Wow. So, well, she's, <laughs> she's the real deal. Like Carrie, if I was out to dinner with Natasha and she was like, "Don't turn around," but Carrie Tombazian is behind. I'd be like, oh, "Where?" <laughs> I'd be like, "So uncool." Star oh. power, you—you you have the star power. You're the real deal. So it anyone can read this on your bio, but Kim, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you have a bunch of firsts, right? So you have a uh, first female guest host for Casey Kasem's American Top Forty. What? Yeah, what? That, was, that was kind of amazing. I was a DJ. So I got on the radio when I was very young and a, an incredible <laughs> man, actually, you know, some amazing men, Gary Owens, um, Mark Elliott, all these oh, older gosh. guys who, would, I mean, they weren't old at the time, but women were unheard of. Mm -hmm. I think I was the first female to step foot in the promo booth at 
ABC where Ernie Anderson used to do the love boat. This is like way before your time, but whoa, that's not before my time. Boat. Are you kidding? <laughs> and his son, Paul T. Anderson, who is one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, those guys kind of wrap their arm around me. Here I come in and I'm a, I'm literally a little barely out of teens and oh my gosh. they could have looked at me and said, who the hell is she? They were like, Oh, come here, little girl, let us help you. And hence was my um, sort of entry into promos. But um, I was on the radio. It was 1983, two, one. I don't know. Wow. I did it twice. And um, I get a call on the request line. Hi, Carrie, this is Tom. Uh, yeah, Tom Bastani. His name, Tom? Anyway, uh, I'm Casey Kasem's producer, and we'd like you to guest host. I'm like, ha, 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 click. Oh. Because I used to get prank calls all the time. And he called back. He's like, hey, don't don't hang up. It's really me. I was like, oh, gosh. Okay. And so that's how that happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. You know what's oh fun? On Twitter, um, somebody asked some question like, what's a, something you did that, you know, nobody knows about you? And I said, first female host to blah, blah, you know, guest host. And this gentleman said, oh, I know you. I've mastered the reel that you're on because he's the archivist oh, for my top 40. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. And and that was your, so what, um, this, sorry, when you hosted this, this was an 83 or a different? 81 and 83. I did it oh both. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, yes. Okay. And then the Atlas thing. What? Yeah. Tell me about the Atlas thing. I don't understand. You're the first when they opened, you were their first talent? Female. In LA. So here's what happened. Okay. Um, let me just give you the quick lead up. Yeah. Radio, voiceover, conc almost concurrently, took a workshop at the then Bob Lloyd voicecaster uh, workshop, um, which we'll circle back to when you ask me what's the most embarrassing moment of your life. <laughs> I cannot um, wait. Um, <laughs> So uh, voiceover and I'm with Steve Tisherman, a great then agent, God bless him, um, built my little career, kind of the beginning. And remember, I came into voiceover when there weren't a lot of women. So our booking ratios were giant because there weren't that many of us. Right. And there was no sort of precedent. We were sort of starting, you know, not that there were none, but there weren't a lot. Um, Cut to, I'm with ICM. I, I make a step up, which turns into DPN. And during the strike of 2000, I fly to New York because I'm working with the New York VO department or people community. And I'm thinking, you know, and remember it's 2000. I should be represented here. This is a great town. <laughs> Manhattan. Yeah. So I start interviewing with different agents and Atlas Talent um, had just, almost just opened up because they, this was a group of agents that left Buckwald. And anyway, I signed with them. I built a small booth. I started booking affiliate work, which oh, cool. was at that time like, woohoo! <laughs> and that's a separate subject. And then cut to, so that was 2000, cut to 2007. And now I've been with DPN a long time and I realize it's time for a change. But I, I'm really at the best agency at that time in Los Angeles, right? Okay. So where are we going to go? 
And then uh, a fellow voiceover actor calls me and says, Carrie, you know that, that John, John Wasser, has opened a, an office in LA. I'm like, what? Why have I heard this? Because it, it's a little stealth. So I called my agent at Atlas in New York and I said, why don't I know this? He said, because I didn't want to put you in a bad position. I know that your relationship with the DPN is really oh. solid and I didn't oh. want you to So here was a brand new to LA agency. It was terrifying to leave DPN, mm -hmm. really, you know, the warm bosom of the agents that had really catapulted my career. Um, it was terrifying, but I did it. Um, and a really wise woman, my fairy godmother, Claudette Sutherland, uh, Sutherland, she's a woman who, she originated the role of Smitty in How to Succeed in Business on Broadway when she was 19. She's now in her 80s. She teaches writing. She's an amazing actress. Fantastic. At the time, she said to me, Carrie, you're standing on the edge of a, on the precipice of a, of a chasm. And right on the other side, with well within your leaping range, is the other side. For one moment, you're going to be over a drop. Don't look down. Just leap. And that's what I did. So I just got I, chills. Yeah. So I signed with Atlas across the board. I cut all my LA ties. It was really scary, but it was the best thing I ever did. Oh Great. God, that's like such why. a beautiful story. <laughs> there's more and there's more. <laughs> we could interview you the whole year and have some Hello? new amazing stuff. So I had the pleasure wow. of being in a class with Carrie. Carrie, tell us about your you're, I know you coached before and then you stopped and you started again and you just do it a little bit for those of us that are lucky enough to be with you. So where are you right now with coaching, uh, offering services? So I only, so I taught back in the nineties for about two and a half years. I got kind of roped into it because a fellow actor who had moved here from New York needed a way to make money. And he said, teach a workshop with me. I said, I, I can't. He said, all you have to do is show up and teach. You don't have to do any of the planning. I'll do everything. Again, the 90s, no no email. It was, you know, really different. Flyers at agencies. You know? mm -hmm. And I said, oh, all right, fine. Um, he said, I need your name. You know, I'm like, fine, I'll do it. Well, I got in there and I was thought, oh, God, I love this. Mm -hmm. oh. I love this so much. So I taught for a few years, but I just could not sustain it. I'm busy three kids, all that stuff. My kids are older. So the cut to the Don, La, uh, Don LaFontaine lab, the DLF lab at SAG. And I was asked to, would you come teach gratis? It's a give back. I'm like, sure. And I started doing that once a year and then I did it twice a year. And now I do it about two or three times a year. And last year, my kids are older. My youngest daughter got married in September. And I oh. thought, you know, I think I could do this was in July you were this was your class mm -hmm, mm -hmm, oh. the first I one thought, I could do this I could do this again there's room for me to do it um what you weren't at Natasha was the October class mm -hmm. and that we had some people who came back from the July but I got oh. some I got some new people from Don LaFontaine and Kay referred and other people and there was a girl a, a young woman she she had said that she was in the middle of making her demo and I kind of recoiled. I thought, oh, God, 
you're not ready to make your demo. You're about to drop $2,000. So what do I do? What Mm -hmm. do I do? Do I crush somebody and say, stop? Do I, you know, she hasn't asked me. I'm just coaching. I'm teaching. You know, it's interesting, Natasha. I actually don't call myself a coach. I I actually call myself a teacher. Mm -hmm. I know it's a semantics, but I, I don't know. I feel like there's a difference between what I do and what a lot of people who are coaches do. I just, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, long and short of it is, um, one night the question of demos came up and the questions kept circling around. How do you know if you're ready? And this young woman said to me, and we're on zoom, right? She goes, do you think I'm ready? Oh, we're all like, uh, and I started to cry. I'm not, oh, not ugly to cry, but I got tears in my, I was like, of course I said, I, I would really like it if you could take a pause, if you could call your, your demo producer and just say, hey, uh, some things have come up and I just need to delay. Because she's like, I've already paid for half. Mm-hmm. I said, it's not that you shouldn't make a demo. Right. It's not that you don't have the talent. You do, but not quite yet. Don't spend that money, you know. So um, anyway, mm-hmm. I came into the house after that class was over and my 28-year-old son who He's a composer and he teaches piano on the side. And I watched and I said, oh my God. (sighs) I said, you know what, Cooper? I care too much. And he goes, yeah, exactly. We care too much. Because that's how he feels about his students. And suddenly, you know, I got clarity from my husband who said, you get to care about what you can control in class. Mm -hmm. You cannot keep Mm -hmm. extending your heart to your students out Mm -hmm. in there. Because seriously, I'm on the journey with everybody. And to a degree, I'm not going to stop doing that. But I have to have, like, this is what I do. So I'm planning this year to do a class in March Mm -hmm. and to do another class in sometime in the fall. Mm -hmm. Spring and fall. And the through line, as you know, Natasha, is that, um, and again, you weren't in October, but one of the focuses became wow, people really don't know how to analyze copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skip that that step. And I'm one of those people who say everything you need to know is in the copy. Even if it's bad copy, it's all there. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you come equipped with the music of the English language. There is no wondering when I, when I am talking, I'm not asking myself, what word do I hit? Mm. What's which sentence is important? I just naturally do it. The mm-hmm. trick is we get behind the mic. It's not our words. It's not springing from our mind. And so suddenly now we are. I do it too. We're trying to figure it out. So yeah. I teach the music of the English language, copy analysis. Um, you know the the acting adage, "You are enough." Yeah. And I've said that for years. And then I thought, you know, actually, you aren't enough. <laughs> you aren't. You I think it. that's how you started the class last time, which is yeah. a great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are not enough. You have to have training. You need to know how to work the mic. <laughs> I mean, there are so many layers. So, um, so what I offer is two classes this year, hopefully that's my plan. Um, and I'll send something out, Natasha and, you know, um, so that's what I'm doing. I wow. don't privates i i send people to uk um there's a couple people that i send. Yeah. yeah well um i 
when we decided to interview coaches, we really want to, Mm. for two reasons we're doing it, maybe more, but the main reasons are for talent. Talent don't know which coaches to go to unless you see them at a conference or in a workshop or other talent tell you. And um, certainly different levels need to go to different coaches. Everyone offers something different, but I can't uh, express enough how valuable each moment is and was coaching with you. Mm-hmm. And yes, you teach something totally different. Thankfully, every coach does. And I really recommend people see different coaches. But um, I love how your wealth and breadth of knowledge comes into this the little VO world that, <sighs> that we have and hits the mark on things that I don't get hit on necessarily all the time. So it was a refreshing learning experience and really uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, and I have to say, because you are a formidable, young, wonderful talent in your own right, I uh, I do this, uh, the last class I do an exercise where everybody oh, has to read the same copy. <laughs> it used to be that this was a vehicle to show you what the audition was like. Like you get one take, maybe you get an adjustment and then you do it a second time and that's it. Now, because we don't audition very much like that, I said, well, this is an example of what it is to be in a job. Your first take, you better rock. Because right. you don't want to make the producer think, oh God, yeah. what yep. do you do? Which yeah. happens. Yeah. And if they give you an adjustment, you better move. Well, I picked a copy that I thought, oh, Natasha's going to be my example of somebody who's going to nail it. I was so like, she was like mad at me. What happened? (laughs) I was like, Natasha, what happened? You know, but it it was a terrific example. It was such a learning experience. My expectation, because I know your level and you not doing the work that you needed to do, you know, mm-hmm. and we all do that. Mm-hmm. And I want to say also, by the way, um, the, the, evol- hopefully as a coach, as a teacher, I, I do have a lot of knowledge. I have a crap ton of experience. I've been doing this forever since 1977. Mm-hmm. Right. Incredible. It's, I mean, even I am like, awesome. <laughs> but uh, Kay and I converse and she does that Facebook live thing, her little community. We'll share that in the comments below as well. Yeah, thank you. And um, she said to me, you know, the question this week is about trends. So we got into this philosophical conversation about keeping up with trends. And I said, it is an act of futility to chase trends. On the one hand, we must be watching. We've got to watch and see what's booking and what's out there, but we can't be trying to chase it. And so I thought more and more and more about it. And actually, Natasha, I think I might have told this in the July class. I happen to love the advertising, the creative for Geico. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love, they have, I think four Mm -hmm. different kinds of campaigns. And I started really watching them and I was getting a lot of Geico auditions over like the span of a couple of years. And I think, and I would think to myself, Okay, I know what this uni- I know what the Geico universe is. I just have to find my place. Mm-hmm. And I would read and I would audition and I finally booked a nice. little radio campaign that I think is going to roll out this first quarter. And um, and I thought, okay, I did not chase a trend, but I did learn what what that universe was like. Um, 
Another student of mine just booked a big fat account that I cannot, mm -hmm. it's not my story to tell, but mm -hmm. I can't tell you it's Angus. And <laughs> Oh, uh, I love Angus so much. Here's the thing. He has been studying that particular, that particular brand and thing. And that, so that's how I think that we stay relevant. Wow. We are relevant to each thing. Wow. So, you know, today um, I went, I went to sound, sound lounge. I yeah, think, it's sound I think lounge. that's called that. Yeah. It's a production creative company in New York. And I was looking for something in particular, but then I thought, oh, I want to see what else they've done. And I started watching their spots and I was like, what? Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Now, am I going to try to mimic that? No, but I am going to add it to my sort of own personal arsenal of, so what, what are the sounds that are happening right now? But if I chase after it, or if I try to recreate it, it's uh -huh. false. Uh -huh. If we trust that as we learn these things, we will then kind of, I hate to use this word, but we will manifest it or we will, mm -hmm. it will come out of us. Mm -hmm. we, right. But if we try to do it, it sounds like BS. It sounds yeah. inauthentic. Right. Right, right. Yeah. My I'm God, trying to find, am I allowed to share that incredible thing that can, I mean, you have so many things, but remember that incredible, uh, the specs were mysterious and maybe which, I'm not using the right word, but right? Oh, yes, I know what Dilla says. It's huge. Am I allowed to share that with our Absolutely. audience? Of course, it's out Okay, there. I have to yes. find it. But um, in the meantime, we want to know. It's, it's on her website, I think. It is on my website. Oh, okay, cool. And I just want to tell you, if you're going to post it, the quick story is I'm in the house. It's a Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, I love this. I have guests coming. I'm cooking. I've got stuff hot on the, uh, on the stovetop. Yeah. And my phone goes ding and it's ASAP audition. It's a um, secret project code name. And it says, uh, we need a witch, but not a cackling Wicked Witch of the West, mysterious, a little bit of humor, dark. And the first word, the first line is, <clears throat> we've created something wild. So that's the first line. Oh. I'm going to play it right now. I'm going to share it. And what blew me, I mean, for so many reasons, but when you get a script and we're trying to be authentic in ourselves and you hear this and it was like, how did this actor make these incredible choices? And then you auditioned and booked it and recorded like right away. This is a pro beyond pros. So let me, I'm going to share uh, the piece right now. Right now? Oh, yeah. Lord. Okay. Here we go. We've created something wild. With a fire in its belly. This thing draws everything in. Moving silently, night and day, into the deepest blacks and brightest lights. Its eye, razor sharp. Its sound, deafening. 
pretty dangerous. So why would anyone give this beast more power? You'd have to be reckless. the choices that you made with the phrasing and the tone and the oh my gosh you know at least four of the lines are from the audition stop oh wow that's wow. they just grabbed them it was truly one of the most uh first of all revelatory learning experiences because i bopped into the booth thank god i didn't know it was apple thank god right <laughs> Oh. Trying to do what I think. Oh, it's Apple, and oh. it's kind of hip, and maybe right. I should be kind of like a millennial witch. Right, you know? right. <laughs> that's, that's... You, would, you would have overthought it, right? Oh my God. Um, so, and so I started to read, and I stopped myself. I thought, Oh, that's not right. I better just go for it. Later that day, I thought that was an awfully bold choice. That's either going to get me the job or knock me right out of the running. They're going to think, oh God. And they said when they heard that, that the audition process stopped, that like they said, you won the audition game. Now here's the truth. There was a guy in Apple who fought against it. They were like, <laughs> he felt it was too weird. Dark. Dark. But the choice was so strong that someone's going to oppose or has to say something and it would be like startling, but wow, kudos to the people that chose you as well. Because and you know what? It makes me weepy because um, oh. you know, it does. It makes me yeah. weepy. like, wow, that was a big, that was like, that was a big deal. It was a yeah. big deal. My son was beside himself. I got out of the session and I had asked them. They finally told me what it was for. And I said, where am I going to see this? They said, well, you'll see. You'll see. It's something special. So <laughs> and I'm like, Cooper, where, where am I going to? Is it going to be in Times Square? He goes, no, mom, you're going to be part of the Apple live stream, you know, that they do to roll out. I was like, I am. He goes, mom, millions of people are going to be watching. Oh, <laughs> so that's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Harry, um, so people that are clamoring to uh, be on your email list for Hello? coaching. How can they do that? Carrie at carrytombazian.com. You can put it in the. Okay. Uh, in form. the notes. Awesome. Yeah. So please uh, finally just share with us, please. Your most embarrassing. If you can think of one. Yes, moment. please. Let me take a sip. I have way more than one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we all do. That's it's, my life. It's like, maybe it's 1980 and I'm young and I've been booking and there's a bunch of us that I've been booking and we've been in this voiceover workshop together. And interestingly, um, there's a movie out right now called Licorice Pizza, which is oh, named yeah. for, it's my youth, uh, it's named for this record store that was like, there was Tower Records and there was Licorice Pizza. And oh. Licorice Pizza was this hip kind of alternate whatever. And there was this ad campaign. Then you heard it on the radio. And don't forget, we listened to terrestrial radio all, you know, that all was the time, all the time. 
Hi, this is Leslie from Licorice Pizza, and today we've got blah, blah, blah. So we're talking about all the different ads. The class, we're, we're on a break. We're actually on a break. We're standing on Ventura Boulevard drinking sodas and smoking cigarettes, because we did back then. And we're talking about ads we love and ads we can't. I said, oh, my God, the woman who's doing Licorice Pizza, could she be any more smug? And I start to go on, and this girl goes, stop oh damn i'm leslie from licorice pizza <laughs> i said well and she goes and just to protect you my husband writes the spots so don't write down the writing just kidding i was like oh god she goes i get it it's a style i said oh god leslie i'm dying it was but lesson learned don't talk smack uh -uh. yeah and you know what this if, if you'll indulge me this um you know, there's this, again, Kay and I talk about this, but other people, we talk about what is an appropriate amount of outing mm. on, on social media. Mm. How, I'm not on Facebook, but I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram's for my family, my dog, my kids, but Twitter a little bit. I post so little of my work. First of, mm. my, first of all, my agent points out, you're making yourself a target. For example, I have posted this and most, you know, I do some voice work for CBS network um, news. So some gal might be thinking, oh, they use a woman? Mm -hmm. huh. I'm gonna see if, who is that? You don't wanna make people go after your jobs. Mm -hmm. We all wanna be competitive. I am all in favor of promoting yourself, Put, but don't target some other woman's work and try to take it away from her. And that mm -hmm. has happened to me, by the way. Oh. But, Oh God, I won't go into that. Anyway, <laughs> the whole thing about posting your work because I'm proud of it or, hey, I'm so excited. You would not walk into a lobby and I come from the days of the lobby and go, ha, hi everybody. Oh my God, did you hear my Apple spot? Oh, and by the way, I booked a great campaign for, for Geico. Hey, did you hear? I did a video game for EA. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know why? Because it makes people feel like shit. That's why. So I'm not serious to that. Yeah. I am not saying to never say, wow, like Apple, I was really blown away by it. And, and, and I think there's a gracious way to say, thanks to the creative team, try to find their names or remember their name. Thanks to so-and-so for having the faith. I'm so proud of this work, but you will not see another posting of mine regarding a job. You haven't seen another posting about any of my jobs. Well, and you didn't post that when I just played some uh, very Someone else did. Yeah. Someone else did. Prominent yeah, person. Okay. But you would say thank you to so-and-so and so-and-so. And that is my issue with um, do we want to say their names because no. then they, yeah, we don't want to say yeah, their well, names. People say, poach. Yeah. People poach. And yeah. you know what? Don't poach. I yeah. know. Poach. It's not right. Again, yeah. promote yourself. Do everything you can to put yourself in the best, um, not only light, but I don't know anyone who's gotten jobs off of Facebook. I don't know <laughs> anyone. I booked a huge job because somebody saw my gig on Facebook. I just don't think... That happens right. very often. I think those right. are unicorns. I agree. So it's so you're really doing it for you and your community. And again, different communities have different um, conventions. 
like maybe there's a small community, a small voiceover group, and, and their whole thing is we want to encourage each other so you get to share here. Right. Okay. But on the greater thing, be selective. Yeah. Be selective. Think yeah. about how it feels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank Please. you for I'm being so glad here. You, yeah. I'm Thank so you glad for you sharing. Thank you yeah. for teaching. Thank you for Thank you. doing what you do and letting us share that piece because that is just mind bog boggling for the craft. Blowing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank oh you. Oh my for God. And, Such um, a pleasure. Gosh, to have it you. could be the Carrie show because there's honestly so many stories <laughs> and teachable moments that you can share. So thank you. We, we look forward. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's it. We're, <laughs> we're going to share all the info below everybody. Um, but we're going to say goodbye to Carrie. Thank you so thank much. You so thank much. you so much. I really, I really, you ladies, you are me a minute ago. So keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. You, you ladies are inspiring. You are, you're talented and you are just full of light. So mm. just let that light be a beacon. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Job. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hugs. Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> Hugs. <laughs> okay. So that was an incredible time with Carrie. I think we could do a show every single week and learn something new about voiceover or about Carrie. I think, about I the think history I'm crying. <laughs> I think I'm crying. Like what? Like she just moved me so much. Oh, so good. So we're going to be sure to have all the uh, resources below the um, in the comments. We're going to have Kay Bess's info, Carrie's info, and anything else that is important from that show. And uh, please go to speechlessvo.com to see all the episodes and join our party. What else, Kim? You get your show notes and you get the recipes for the drinks. Yeah. Um, and if and you also subscribed, please. Oh, subscribe, subscribe please, to our YouTube channel. And yeah. uh, fuck it. Let's be awesome now. Why, Natasha? Because we have shit to do. Damn. <laughs> Speechless. Speechless.